What up, EDS squad? What up to my upper elites? What up to everybody that is watching and listening? This is episode 14 of EDS Squad After Dark, and it's your boy Eli. Welcome to another edition. I just want to say I am thankful and happy that you guys have again stopped by. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss this week. Um, Just a few topics that we're going to talk about, a few big topics. Little Nas X is yet again in the news this week. Um, His song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, has been getting a lot of trouble and a lot of flack, not just with the general public uh streaming services are starting to take it down we'll talk about that we're going to talk about george floyd we're going to talk about the foolery that has been you know circulating in the news this week um we're going to talk about funk flex calling out cardi b um we're also going to talk about johnson and johnson's vaccine being pulled in the United States um, because of some health concerns. We're also going to talk about um, the Dante Wright case, the Dante Wright tragic situation that happened um, a few days ago. We're also going to have a crazy sex story and we're going to talk about other um, celebrity news and gossip. This is EDS Squad After Dark. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. Before we get into this week's news and entertainment gossip... Um, I just want to say that last week um, I reported on DMX and at the time of the recording, he was in the hospital in a vegetative state. Um, But as of Friday, um, he passed away at the age of 50. it's 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 sad. My condolences goes out to his family and his friends and the fans all around the world that love and adore DMX. He was definitely a lyricist, definitely one of the GOATs, and he will be missed immensely by the hip-hop community, by his family, by his friends, by everyone. Um, It's just really sad um, seeing stars such as Roxanne Shante breaking down. It's it's just been, it's just really sad. We're losing our legends quickly. We're losing them at young ages. He was only 50. He still had life, you know, ahead of him. And it, it, it's just really sad and unfortunate. And um, we definitely, definitely need to have conversations about addiction because people who have who don't suffer from addiction, a lot of the times 
their incentive of people that go through addictions because they are, you know, foreign to them. But addiction is real. It's it's really hard. It's a lifelong battle, and it, it's just sad. It really is. Um, what really broke me was when Aaliyah's estate made a statement regarding DMX's passing. Um, Aaliyah's mom uh, wrote a little something. I'm going to read it. It says, um, Earl, you had and still have a heart of gold. You and baby girl will meet again with all the beautiful people we have lost. We'll never forget your kindness. Never. Blessings to your family eternally. That was from Aaliyah's mom. Um, Yeah, it's just sad. Sad again. Rest in peace. When we come back, we will get into the topics and the entertainment news of this week. This is EDS Squad After Dark. And we're back. Let's get into our segment. I still got to find a name for it. Um, Let's get through all of the heavy, emotional, crazy stuff, and then we can laugh and joke and have fun towards the end of the episode. Doesn't that sound right to y'all? All right, let's get into it. So, um, body cam footage of Dante Wright shooting released. The officer says he meant to tase him. Um, this situation has been going on for a few days now. I've been reading up on it. A lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, guys, just for people that have not heard a little backstory, um, a black man named Dante Wright was fatally shot during a traffic stop, and the officer responsible says she intended to use a taser, not a handgun. Um, allegedly, the story goes that they were stopped um, by two officers, and... Um, they, you know, did the whole license registration thing. And, you know, they took the license, they took the registration, they ran the plates, they ran his name, and they found um, warrants in his name. And, you know, then they're trying to, you know, apprehend and arrest. And according to the officer, she went, because he was resisting, they love saying that, um, and she went to get a t- the taser, um, and she ended up pulling the gun and shooting him, which um, killed him. Before we get into this case, I just want to say you've been and uh, guys, this 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 is not a new police officer. This is not somebody that's training. This is not somebody that you know. This is their first time on the beat. Uh, This is someone that has been an officer for over two decades, and she knows what the fuck she's doing. 
You mean to tell me you didn't know where your gun is held on your holster? Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just, it literally is the audacity. It's the playing in our face, insulting our intelligence. It's just gotten to an all-time high, and it's absolutely, positively revolting. It's disgusting. Um, so we found out who the shooter was, uh, uh, who, <laughs> um, we're going to call her the shooter, the murderer, um, Officer Kim Potter. Um, she resigned from the police department. Um, according to CNN, she submitted her resignation letter to, uh, staff on Tuesday saying, I have loved every minute of being a police officer and serving this community to the best of my ability. But I believe it is in the best interest of the community, the department, and my fellow officers if I resign immediately. Okay, like, that's cool. We, we, we're, we're glad that you resigned, but we, we, need more than, we need more than a resignation. Um, the family wants more than a simple resignation. We need her to be tried and convicted. We need this case to be investigated. Guys, I don't know how this is going to go. I really, truly don't. Um... I just read a report that uh, they, the city hasn't, um, the city hasn't accepted her resi- resignation yet. So we'll see how that goes. But I just got a um, breaking news tweet. Um, former Minnesota police officer Kim Potter has been charged with second-degree manslaughter in the shooting death of Dante Wright. Um, second-degree manslaughter, let me look up how many years you would get because let's keep it a buck. The likelihood of her even getting this charge is... Slim to none. We already know what is given. You get like y'all see the George Floyd trial and all of the bullshit these quote unquote experts are giving, saying you know the murderer was had a right to murder this man, which again doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it doesn't at all. So, second-degree manslaughter is a C felony, which carries a minimum prison sentence of one to three years and a maximum of five to 15 years. Um, she killed somebody. Um, and last time I checked, if you murder somebody, you're doing 20 to life. Um, 
it's just, and like I said, the likelihood of this charge even sticking, because we already know what y'all do when it comes to these police officers. Y'all cape for them. Y'all make excuses. Y'all don't put no blame on them. Y'all let them just get, go right back to work like they didn't just get finished murdering a person. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And speaking of police, uh, Kenosha police officer who shot and paralyzed Jacob Blake. Remember the Jacob Blake story where the officer shot him and he became paralyzed? Uh, yeah, he returned to work and he will not be facing any further discipline, which, again, reiterates the fact that these people can murder us black people any day of the week anytime any place anywhere and the likelihood of them even getting charged let alone serving prison time is less than none but this is the united states of america that we're supposed to love and cherish okay uh, 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 okay, okay. And just to wrap up, you know, the police, because, you know, I hate talking about pigs. <laughs> um, day 12 of the Derek Chauvin trial, a.k.a. the trial of uh, the George Floyd case, um, yesterday, uh, at, in, which would be Tuesday, um, as I tape on Wednesdays, um, defense witness Barry Broad, uh, he was, uh, he's a retired police use of force expert testified in his opinion of, you know, the situation between Derek Chauvin and George Floyd and their interactions. And this is what, and this is what this fuck nigga had to say. And guys, the sound might not be A1 day one. It's because I am playing it over my phone. So again, my mistakes. Okay, so let's hear it. Opinions in this particular case to a reasonable, de reasonable degree of professional certainty. I have. And can you just briefly overview your opinions in this particular case? I felt that Derek Chauvin was justified, was acting with objective reasonableness, following Minneapolis Police Department policy and current standards of law enforcement and his interactions with Mr. Floyd. So what you're telling me, what you're telling the court, what you're telling the judge, the jury, and everybody in America is that in your expert opinion, Derek was well in his right to pin George Floyd on the ground, cut off his oxygen supply, and have him literally die for everybody to see. And it was justified between the interaction that they had prior. 
I just wish our racist ass bitches would just be real. Like, I, I like it. You're sick in the head already. You're sick and you're mentally disturbed already. But I would respect you in your sickness and in your mental deficiency. And if you were to be honest and say, you know what? I don't fuck with black people. I don't fuck with people of color. I think it's white, white this, white that, white runs the world, fuck everything else. I would respect you in that because at least out of everything, you're a real ass nigga or a real ass bitch. But to get on here and play in our faces, knowing that we've seen this video just as well as you, and it is clear as day that Derek murdered George Floyd. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no guesstimating. There's no, we seen it. And at this point, we seen it in its entirety. From the beginning of the situation to when they was trying to get him out the car until, you know, his, his murder. We saw the whole video. So at this point, it's giving, it's giving white supremacy, it's giving KKK, it's giving white, it's giving racist. And I just hope the jury sees for what it is and they know what the fuck to do. But again, like I said earlier, this is America that we're living in. The same America that just let this man that literally paralyzed this black man go back to work with no discipline, no disciplinary actions at all. So I really don't have faith in this case. I hope and I pray that justice is served, but we have been shown time and time again that they don't give a fuck about us. They, ju they just don't, they don't give a fuck about us. And we just need to understand that, realize that and start worrying and getting our, selves together as a community because we looking for all of these other people that don't give a fuck about us. They don't care. They claim that they do, but they really truly don't. And then no and like I said, those are the bitches that you gotta watch out for. The bitches that claim that they are for you and that they mess with you, but really in the background, they can't stand you. They hate your existence. They hate the air that you breathe. You got to watch out for them. Those are the dangerous ones. I would rather have somebody that I already know what it is. We already know what it's giving. And so we know how to move. Those people that hide in the background and hide in plain sight, those are the ones that y'all need to be worried about. And I'm going to wrap that up. Like I said, I'm tired of talking about pigs, especially in this way. I, I just, I can't because it gets me mad over and over again. When we come back, we will get more into some more of this entertainment news and gossip. This is EDS Squad After Dark. 
We'll be right back after this. And we are back. All right, guys, let's get into Little Nas X. Yeah, I feel like it's an every week thing at this point with Little Nas X. At this point, I think I'm going to have to save a little segment called the Little Nas X update <laughs> because this is an every week thing. Um, so, yes. Um, Little Nas X says that his controversial number one song, Call Me By Your Name, could possibly be pulled from streaming platforms. Um, Little Nas X tweeted, yesterday, not even joking, everybody streamed Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can really do about it. Thanks for all of the support, though. Um, and, you know, then after he had tweeted that, everybody started, you know, tweeting and showing their screenshots of trying to listen to the song on different platforms and not being able to, um, which don't even know why they would take it off. Like, I'm still confused as to what's going on. Is it because a copyright thing or you didn't clear something that's usually what happens when um they pull your song is something didn't clear um so later in the day columbia records confirmed um they had tweeted as well thanks for all your comments regarding little nas x montero call me by your name it's unfortunately out of our control, but we are doing everything possible to keep the song up on streaming services. We will keep you up to date as we hear more. Thank you for understanding. Um, when I seen that tweet from Columbia Records, I was even more confused because I'm like, okay, so Little Nas X doesn't know why his song is being pulled. I would hope the label would know why their song is being pulled. And the label is saying that, that they don't even know. So that just even makes the situation even more, like, strange and weird. Like, what is going on? You know, some people are saying it's a publicity stunt. Um, which, at this point, I don't even think Lil Nas X needs to really do a publicity stunt, especially for this song. Like, this song is already etched in, <laughs> etched in infamy and controversy. So, I, I don't see or I don't feel like he needed to do this. I don't know. He could have, because, you know, I don't put nothing past anybody in 2021. But um, it's weird. I don't know. Um, I'm going to check right now to see if it's on uh, Apple Music as of today, which is Wednesday. Um, okay, so it's... Um, I guess they rectified the situation 
and they're back. But um, yeah, that was weird. I know, like I said, a lot of times when records get pulled from streaming services, it has to do with um, rights and um, people uh, getting, you know, that stuff cleared. Um, and a lot of times they don't get certain things cleared and then, you know, they the artist or whoever they sampled um, gets wind of it and then they're telling them to take the song down. So that's what usually happens. So this is weird. Um, Little Nas X not knowing and Columbia Records not knowing, that really, you know, gave me signs that something doesn't sound right when Columbia said that they didn't know why the song was being pulled. Usually labels know that firsthand foremost. They know everything that has to do with the the clearing of the record and the senators. So that was just weird to me. But um I'm glad that it's back on streaming services. People can get back to listening to the song. It's a really dope song, so I'm not mad <laughs> that people were upset. Um, so yes, when we come back after this commercial break, we will discuss, whew, we going to discuss some other crazy celebrity news and gossip. This is EDS Squad After Dark. And we're back. So let's talk about Chet Hanks. (laughs) Let's talk about Chet Hanks. If you guys don't know who Chet Hanks is, he is the son of actor and legend Tom Hanks. Um, Chet has been in the news a lot of the times or in the blogs a lot of the times uh, speaking in his patois, his cringy and horrible patois. Um, and he's also been in the media talking about a white boy summer. <laughs> like I said, or like I said, you know, in a live stream that I did, uh, why do we need a white boy summer? We have a white boy winter. We have a white boy fall. We have a white boy spring. It's white boy everything. Like, oh, I don't mean... You know, the Trump supporters and the racist, I'm talking about the Jack Harlow's, the the hit, like, boy, bye. Y'all all all are the same. (laughs) Like, we call you something, like, you do something that we don't like, and then we're nigger this, nigger that. So, again, bye. Don't want to hear it. Tie it and through. Yes, he is an attractive dude. I'm not going to lie. Chet is definitely attractive, but at the same time, absolutely not. And the little bit of attractiveness he did have 
definitely for me dissipated when I found out that he's been putting hands on, you know, his African goddess, his African queen that he so loves to put out that he loves black women, that he, you know, he lives for the chocolate and all of that. So yeah, Chet Hanks has been in the news quite a bit lately and most of the headlines has been making the most of the headlines, you know, has not been good, including this latest news surrounding his former girlfriend. It has just been confirmed that Kiana Parker, the ex-girlfriend of Chet Hanks, has officially filed a million-dollar lawsuit against him due to the abuse claims. Um, page 6 reports that weeks after their messy split went public online, Kiana Parker, the now ex-girlfriend of Chet Hanks, has hit him with a very hefty lawsuit. Kiana has filed court documents suing Chet for $1 million, alleging that he physically and verbally abused her during their relationship. Um, the attorneys representing Kiana said that Chet has shown an ever-escalating pattern of domestic abuse. Um, yeah, so she's suing him. She ain't playing. And girl, I'm not mad at you. I, girl, my hat tips off to you. Like, he on here placating, playing with us, saying that he this, he that woke. I, 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 but in the background, he putting hands on the black queen that he's online saying that he loves and adores and cherishes. Doesn't make sense to me. Giving weird. And I definitely believe it because it has happened and it's been proven time and time again that you niggas, whether y'all black, white, Indian, Puerto Rican, Asian, it don't give a fuck. It, all y'all niggas be doing the same shit. Y'all be lying, faking the funk to outside people while inside your homes, y'all doing raggedy, disgusting, fucked up shit. So, girl, like I said, sue his ass. I don't know if Chet has a million dollars of his own, but, bitch, if you if he can't afford it, get the family. Get, sue the family. Sue Tom. Sue the bitch. Sue the butler. Sue the maid. Sue, sue the gardener, bitch. Sue the fuck everybody, girl. We tired of these people getting on here, playing at our fucking faces. Meanwhile, y'all doing other fucked up, reckless shit behind the scenes. And you really fucked up. Like, what you did wrong was get on here claiming that you're black, pro-black this, pro-black that. Meanwhile, you putting hands and degrading black women. That's where you fucked up at. You fucked up when you got on social media trying to be down and with the shits and your little patois. And, you know, the girls, you know, was think, loving it. They were thinking it was cute in the comments. Meanwhile, you putting hands and feet and degrading this black queen that you, you know, put in high regards. 
Girl, Kiana, like I said, get all that money. Get all of the fucking money, bitch. Girl, because I would be even more petty, bitch. I'm suing Chet. I'm suing Tom. He don't got nothing to do with it, but he getting he getting put in a lawsuit. Everybody getting put in a lawsuit, bitch. I'm getting some type of a monetary, bitch. You put hands on me. You got me. You had me bloody. I, the whole family, the whole lineage, bitch. The whole entire lineage is getting money. Is running me my coins, and that's on period. And no, there's no, there's no white boy summer, bitch. It's hot girl summer. See, I'm just tired of y'all taking our shit. And trying to twist it up, trying to dry it out, you know, mayonnaise it up. Just for what? Like I said, it's been hot girl, it's been a hot boy, hot white boy summer, winter for forever. Why can't we just have one thing? Why can't we have one thing? We it's just, it's, it's disgusting. It's sickening. I'm tired of it. And girl, get your coins. Get your coins. I wish there was somewhere that this nigga could be locked the fuck up. But, you know, again, we live in United States of America. And you already know how that's going to go. So, yeah. Get your coins, girl. Get your coins. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more celebrity news. This is EDS Squad After Dark. This is your boy, Eli. And we're back. Let's get into Funk Flex versus Cardi B. (sighs) Yeah. I am tired of men. I am tired of men never keeping the same energy with men that they do with when it comes to how they disrespect and mistreat women. Now, I'm going to give Funk Flex a little bit of, you know, I'm going to give him a little bit because he do, for the most part, call out these rapping niggas. But the, the thing is that he calls these niggas out, and as soon as pressure is on him, this nigga folds like tissue paper. So, again, he calling them out, but he's retracting statements, like, soon after, yet... He loves talking about women and shitting on women. And if the women say something, they're this, that, and the third. He did it with Nikki. And, you know, they're cool now. Kudos. Growth. But now he now he got some slick shit to say about Cardi. Guys, again, this is another audio that I'm about to play. 
I'm playing it off my phone, so hopefully the sound comes out good. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. Say this with love. Yeah, with love. It's all love on this show. I, I do think Cardi B is a terrible rapper. You gotta wait off your shoulders, this yes, guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, like, please, man. And, but, but I think she's respectfully, an, no, respectfully. she's an amazing entertainer. I love her on social media. I love the way she talks about a subject. I like her whole swag. I like everything. She's a terrible rapper, man. Oh, when you say that, you mean the bars are just because she's not writing it, or is it just... I don't think the bars behind, though. Because like, if somebody wrote it, those, are, those aren't good bars. <laughs> so somebody <laughs> sold you bad bars. There's nobody going to say it. Nobody going to say it. You got it. You're the only one that can say shit like this, Flex. You're the only one, baby. Imagine being happy about shitting on somebody. Even if they're not your cup of tea, like I said, everybody's not everybody's cup of tea, and that's fine, that's okay. But you sitting here shitting on a female, especially somebody that's hardworking, and you already know the grind, and you already know the narrative that has been put out against this person. Because you live in New York City. You're in the city, so you so you already know what it gives. And you just sit up there and ate it and abetted shitting on some a, a, another rapper, another artist. Now, like I said, you're entitled to your own opinions and you're entitled to like whoever you the fuck like. But what you're not about to get up on here is fake the funk y'all love talking about how cardi never writes none of her raps but a good 95 percent of the industry don't write they shit either and that includes men as well because y'all just love pointing out the chicks that quote unquote don't rap i'm not gonna go do the list because again it's irrelevant Y'all love going down the list of the females that don't write they shit, but y'all don't say nothing to the dudes that don't write they shit either. Y'all sit up there, y'all egg it on, knowing that the first off, the, the songs are garbage. You can't understand nothing these niggas be saying half of the time because they so high and coked up and leaned up and drugged up. They slowing their words and you thinking that shit is hot. It ain't hot. Again, like I said, just keep the same energy. Just keep the same energy. And I'm going to let y'all know something else. Yes, Cardi does not write all of her songs. But you will be a dumbass fool to think that she doesn't have any creative control over her music. She may not be writing word for word, bar for bar, but I'm not going to sit up here and act like she's not putting her creative input. She's not putting her own touches to stuff. She's not putting her own rhymes and melodies to certain things. She's not switching up words. Like, you're not about to sit up here and tell me that Cardi literally gets a paper and reads off of it, and that's her rap. You're not about to sit up here. We're not about to do that. 
And like I said, she's not the only rapper, female and male, that is doing what she, quote unquote, is doing. If you don't like her music, just say you don't like her music and that's fine. The, oh, she's a fucking terrible rapper. She's a good entertainer, though. I'll give her that. But she's a fucking bad. Like, it, it's just a double-handed. Co- it's tired and fucking through. And Fun Flex is no, like, imagine you being, you starting out your career being one of the hottest DJs, the hottest DJ on one of the hottest radio stations and now it's 2021 and you're not shit nobody gives a fuck about you new york does not fuck with funk flex like that no more and hot 97 ain't popping like that no more so a mat like but see that's what happens when instead of constructive criticism you always is spewing out fucking hate shit Fun flex, crawl in the hole that you have been in. We don't give no types of fucks. We don't give no types of fucks. What you think about Cardi B, Rardi B, Bardi B, Sardi B, we don't give no fucks. Concentrate on that, 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 that little bit. That little bit of notoriety you do have. The the little bit of people that actually fuck with you in 2021. Concentrate on that. And that's it with, you know, hot topics and entertainment for today. When we come back, we will, uh, I will have our second crazy sex story which this story is absolutely nutty. And we're also going to talk about uh, gay boys. We're going to talk about painting. And if you guys don't know what painting is, you guys will know in a minute. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. All right, guys. Let me pull up this story. This is the segment, new segment that I have created called the Crazy Sex Stories. This is a segment where I will be talking about all different types of sex stories. Some of them will be my own. Some of them will be some I found online. And I'm hoping that the viewers and listeners out there will also give me some material as well. So if you guys want a crazy sex story to be told, your crazy sex story, you can hit me up on my DMs on my Instagram page at Elijah Smalls with the number two at the end. Or you can hit me up on my DMs on Twitter at Elijah Smalls. I will have the email on next week's episode, um, the official email for the submissions. Your submission can be anonymous, or you can give me a name. You can create a name. This is all um, 
for you. So you can just let me know what you guys want me to say, how you want me to say it, and the way you type up your letter. So I hope soon that I will get letters coming in for this segment. I'm excited. Um, so let's get into the story, y'all. So the title of the story is He Got More Than He Bargained For. He got more than he bargained for. So let's get into it. Let me get in my reading voice. <clears throat> After two dramatic breakups during freshman year, I vowed to stay single during my sophomore year. It didn't take long before I started getting bored and lonely while my buddies were hooking up left and right. I was tired of hearing about their crazy sex stories. Well, I didn't want to get into a relationship, so I immediately started analyzing which of my chick friends would be down for a friends with benefits situation. I came up with Jamie, a girl that went to a different college in a neighboring city. We hung out in the same circles, and we were cool enough to hang out alone, but not too close to ruin the friendship. My buddies had a bonfire party coming up, so I figured this was the best opportunity to ask her to come with me. She agreed, but about two hours before I was going to pick her up, she said she didn't feel good. It took a bit convincing, bit of convincing, but she agreed to come out anyways, and I picked her up as planned. After a few drinks, she seemed to be completely fine. She was dancing with everyone and talking to everyone at the party. In fact, she was the life of the party. It was getting late and I was growing impatient. So I suggested we sneak away inside to have some alone time. She agreed and stripped down as soon as we got into my buddy's living room. I said, lay down on the couch and she started riding me like a soldier. I reached back to grab her ass and made a comment as to how wet she was. I opened my eyes and screamed in horror. This girl literally shitted all over me and my buddy's couch. Let me read that again. This girl literally shitted all over me and my buddy's couch. All she said was, I told you I was sick. And to top it off, she didn't even help to clean it up. Now, first of all, this nasty as fuck. Now, if this was me and I was in this situation, she wouldn't have came to the party because she would have told me that she wasn't feeling good. And I would have told her, okay, I hope you feel better and we will link another another time. See, you was too you was you was thinking with the dick. You was too horny and you you wanted to fuck. And I don't and I don't blame you because you know you you haven't been getting any, you've been bored and you've been lonely, and your buddies ain't making it better because they've been running a shit left and right. They've been swinging it all over the campus. And you just sitting there twiddling thumbs. I get it. But you was a little bit too thirsty. 
the girl came out in which again was her fault in that because girl if you're sick you're sick like don't get me wrong love dick live for dick but baby if i'm sick I ain't getting not one dick. I'm not hitting up no nigga for nothing. I'm sick. And if the nigga I'm hitting up to that I want to fuck with says that he's sick, he's not the fuck coming over because I don't want to get sick. And I damn sure don't want this shit to happen because I'll literally beat the shit out of that nigga. If that nigga would have came over after he said he was sick, and I was still in my little thirst bucket mode and was thirsting for this nigga to come over. And he came over anyways and he knew he was sick and he shit it all on my shit. I would have fucked him up. I would have. But it gave me thirst. That's why you got to use your brain. And I mean the brain in your head. And I mean the head, your 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 skull. Okay, we got to use those instead of the brain down low because this would have been avoided. So my question to ask y'all out there, have y'all ever had an experience where y'all was uh, linking up with somebody? I'm a dude, I'm a dude, straight dudes. Have y'all been linked up with with a girl and... She, you know, her time of the month comes and it's, it's, it's giving Red Sea, it's giving bloodbath, it's giving red, 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 red. Are you, what are you doing? Are you getting mad? Are you screaming in horror? Are you kicking them out? Are you beating? Wanted to beat the shit out of them for knowing that their period was coming and they just didn't prepare for it. Women, have you been so like ready for the dick? Like just, just you just been picturing and dreaming for the dick, and then this dude said he's sick, but he's still not sick enough. <laughs> he's sick but not sick enough to stay home so he come through and y'all about to get it in you hyped you got you just took a shower you got your good lingerie on you smelling good you looking good you don't shave you don't do everything to prepare for this and then five minutes in this nigga throws up all over you all over the bed what you doing? Gays. You've been looking for this. You've been wanting this piece of tree to come over and blow your back the fuck out for weeks. And he finally got time off. He finally got time away from his girlfriend or his baby mama. I'm being shady, but it is what it is. Follow me. Follow me. So, but you ain't feeling good. You didn't eat nothing because you were bottom and you, you know, you know not to eat nothing, but you you just don't feel good. Your stomach been aching. Your stomach been hurting. You just think because you hungry. So you get there 
And as soon as nigga start eating this shit. Oops. What you doing? Or let's flip it. You a top you the top. And you you got this fine ass bottom fat ass. You just you just know you just know this shit is gonna be hitting. You know them pieces is gonna be hitting. But he said he ain't really feeling too good, you know. You know, he you know but you but you're fiending because you seen that picture of that ass and it's fat as fuck. The whole looking good. You just want it. And he get there. And y'all doing everything he you know, he doing what he do to get you ready. And then, you know, once, you know, you ready, you get the condom on, you got the lube up, you lube him up, you, you getting ready, like, this is about to happen, finally. And as soon as you go in and come out, it's a doo-doo party. What you gonna do? Are you gonna be pissed? Are you gonna be pressed? You gonna wanna fuck him up? I have been the victim of painting. If nobody knows what painting is, uh, it basically is what it sounds like when a dude paints another dude. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's when, you know, you think it's clean back there, but when you go in and you pull out, it's a doodle party. I have been a victim of that. And nowadays, I, in the beginning, I was very gracious. Like if I was topping somebody and they painted me. I understand, you know, that I'm fucking a ass and, you know, shit is in the ass. Um, so, you know, at first I wouldn't, you know, you know, they'll apologize and stuff like that. You know, I would say, you know, it's fine. It's cool. It's that and the third. But as I got older, and as like sex toys and sex preparation has elevated especially within the gay community, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. The moment I smell it, because nine times out of ten, before you even see it, you can smell it. I'm like, okay, you got to go. Especially because prior to we even meeting, I ask and tell you that I need you to be prepared. And 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 another thing, bottoms. When a top tells you to be to come prepared, you know what the fuck he's talking about. So don't sit up here and act like, "Oh, I didn't know what you mean," but you know what be prepared means. 
I'm gonna be prepared because you want me to be prepared. You want the you want me to have my condoms on deck. You want me to have the lube on deck. So I'm gonna need you to come with a clean ass. I mean, we if we're talking about it. We have to talk about it. So nowadays, I don't even play that shit. Literally, if I smell it. Pulling out, get the fuck, we're done. There's nothing else happening, and there's nothing happening thus forward. Like, there's no, oh, we can try this again. Oh, we can, oh, you didn't know. Let's pick, no, it's, dude, you know what the fuck. If you're a bottom and you are claiming to be a bottom, you know what the bottom lifestyle entails. Because, bitch, when I'm bottoming, I know what I have to do before I even get my life. I know I can't be eating all day and eating everything. I know that I got to clean myself out, and it takes a while. And, guys, gays, I don't mean clean yourself out and rinse yourself out a couple times. I mean clean yourself out to the point where when you are dispelling the water out of your anus, it's clear. Not brown, not light brown, not tan. Clear. Clear. But... Throughout all of that, being painted on and this, that, and a third, I've never had an experience where someone literally shit it all over me and all over my shit, my stuff, or their stuff. I'm, it never was that bad. <laughs> and if it was, I'm probably beating the shit out of you, literally. Because that's absolutely disgusting. I, I don't play with throw up and I don't play with uh, excrement. And like I said, I know sometimes accidents happen. And you can, for the most part, gays, we be knowing when stuff is an accident, when, you know, it's accidental. Because, you know, like I said, shit comes out the ass. So, you know. We know when it's accidental or we was going too deep and, you know, stuff happened. Like, we 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 can differentiate between that and somebody just being a dirty-ass nigga and coming to your place dirty. We can differentiate. At least I can. I don't know about the other gays. I can. We got to do better, y'all. Fleets. Gays. Go to CVS, Walgreens. They got fleets. The enemas. The two-pack. Do not. And I'm, <laughs> I'm giving y'all some game. I do not. And I repeat, do not. Use the, the saline water in the fleet. Because you will be shitting all damn day. Like, empty out the saline water and fill it up with some lukewarm water. And like I said, 
keep going through the process until the water is clear. Not tan, not light brown, clear. Okay. It's gonna, so it's gonna take some. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a minute, especially if you are a person who loves greasy, fatty foods. You gonna be on the toilet for a while, and your top will understand. If he's a real top, he'll understand that. Oh, my baby, trying to get himself right, so we can all enjoy the fruits of our labor, okay? So don't say, oh my gosh, I gotta hurry up because my top ain't gonna wait for two. If he's one of them who's not about to wait, then he probably wasn't gonna dick you down good enough anyways. And that's just, <laughs> I'm period. So yeah, I'm putting y'all up on game gays. This is a gay that's been in the life been in the life for a, a while now. Fleets. There's also apparatuses on sex uh, websites, sex shop websites that um, can do it. Like there's um, stuff that you can uh, mount on the uh, shower head and be able to do that. Uh, there's all different types of methods and different types of apparatuses to uh, clean that nether region. There's pres- there's pills that aid in helping the, 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 the digestive system. So, again, there's a lot of ways to prepare yourself for sex. Okay, so get your life. And we're going to wrap this thing up when we come back. That was the crazy sex story. And again, if you guys have any crazy sex stories, you can send it to me in my DMs on Twitter at Elijah Smalls or um, in my DMs on Instagram at Elijah Smalls, number two at the end. This is EDS Squad After Dark, and we'll be back after this. And we're back. I just want to say before we wrap up this episode, I want to thank all of you guys for checking out episode 14 of EDS Squad After Dark. I live for each and every last one of you guys, and I love you guys so, so much. Again, I just want to throw out there that EDS Squad TV will be coming back this summer. So please, please stay tuned to all my socials for updates. Also, coming this summer is my other podcast, my new podcast that is coming out, Eli's Hour of Power, a mental health podcast that covers and topics that plague our African-American and LGBTQ communities. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to show you guys. Um, And I can't wait for you guys to see the episodes because it'll be visual and it will be audio. So stay tuned for that. 
otherwise i don't have any other news i hope you guys have an amazing and amazing rest of your week um and i will see you guys next week stay tuned stay black stay healthy stay sane see you soon guys bye this has been an eds squad tv production This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.